Hello, beautifuls. Welcome back to another episode of the Sexual Space Podcast. I am your host, Janice Leonard, licensed professional counselor and sex therapist here in Texas and Colorado. In today's episode, I invited my aesthetician. <laughs> Jasmine is a world famous aesthetician whose goal is to enhance beauty and confidence in each and every client. She owns and operates Abiding Artistry located in Dallas. She provides a number of services and some of my faves are, of course, Vajacials, Sugar Butt, Sugar Brazilian, Vajazzle, Glowing Glutes, Under Arm Brighteners, and Back Facials. I had the pleasure of getting my Vajacial done before the summer. And let me tell you, the boost in confidence, man, I felt like my whole body was enhanced by this one service all summer long. I just wanted to be naked. I just wanted to be in a thong somewhere because I felt so good about my skin. And I want other women to feel that. So I'm sharing this conversation in hopes of just creating a little bit more of awareness around what that can do for you. Also, what that can look like. Because I know sometimes when we hear that, we think someone is down there, uncomfortable. So come on, listen in. Welcome to the podcast, Jasmine. Hello, hello. How are you? I am good. How are you? I am marvelous, marvelous. I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, I am so glad to have you today. Thank you. I hope you're having a good morning. I am. And thank you for having me. Um, It is, it's a a great day to be alive, right? Right. (laughs) So, you know, I have been following your work for a minute and um, you're the very, one of the very few women, the only woman that I share my private parts with. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope. Oh, as far as sugaring, no, I'm honored. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. And I rave about your work. I tell mm-hmm. all of my girlfriends about your work and you do an amazing job. And I love how you're able to share some of that on your Instagram platform. And you have quite the following, <laughs> you know, I, I never imagined that I would find just watching you take care of someone else's vulva. So interesting. <laughs> yeah, intriguing. <laughs> You know what? It was really the ingrowns that yeah. I think the 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 most interest. Like the I guess the um, what is it? What's the word that I'm trying to use? People are so intrigued and so mm-hmm. captivated by it. So I think doing those alone, you know, everybody is just like down the rabbit hole with that one. So yes, yes, and and I'm sure we can go deeper into that because oh, there's yes. there's a reason why this has gained so much interest, but I want you to share with us just how do you identify in the world and um, how do you show up? (laughs) Well, I, first and foremost, I am a mother of three, all under five. (laughs) Um, And then I'm a Nigerian American. Um, And I just, I, I, I live by this motto as far as, you know, how you say I identify in the world. I just treat people how I want to be treated. I think that goes a very, very long way. You know, just even from a smile, you never know what's going on in people's yeah. lives. So just, hi, how you doing? I like your shirt. 
little things because, you know, I may have a bad day and I would want somebody to tell me that, you know, so yeah. treat people how you want to be treated. That's really my motto. That's what I love. I love that. I love that. So share with us the story behind abiding artistry. So I wasn't even supposed to be solo. <laughs> I wasn't going <laughs> to, I wasn't, I literally, uh, I graduated July of 2018. Mm-hmm. I had my daughter, my second born um, in September. And I was working part time at a, you know, baby gear company, working from home. I had absolutely no plans to go into business. I didn't have the capital for it, you know. Um, But I had two other classmates that, you know, contacted me um, the the following year in April and was like, hey, let's go look at this location. You know, we can help each other, you know, with the overhead and let's just get out there. And I'm just like, wait, wait, I don't have no way. I don't have the money. I don't even have any clients, you know. So. I prayed about it, prayed about it. And I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm going I'm to take this leap of faith. Um, I had to take my daughter out of daycare just so I could make sure the rent was taken care of. But mm. like I, when I tell, it's so funny when I get clients that are, you know, wanting to start businesses and things of that nature. I'm like, you can do it because I had no nothing. Like I was literally penny pinching and it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful testimony that, you know, God's seen me through like the fear of starting a business yeah, with absolutely, you know, no intentions of really wanting to, not, I'm not going to say not wanting to, it's just, it wasn't in the plan initially, mm-hmm. you know, like but you didn't see how it would happen. Right. Yes. Didn't, I did. Yeah. I couldn't see the vision of it just yeah. falling into place, but it's just so beautiful how, you know, the most I set up every, you know, stepping stone for me to go to the next step. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it's a blessing. It's definitely a blessing. And yeah. then, you know, abiding in itself, it means to last, to endure. Mm-hmm. And then the artistry. So I want not only my services to last, you know, all my clients as far as the quality, but also the the, the relationship that we're building, the, yes. the conversations that we're having. Those, <laughs> those are, he- I mean, these are therapy sessions. They're awkward, but... <laughs> They're good. They feel so good. I mean, it's, yes. it's just weird to to be laying there pantyless and talking about deep life issues. Yes, and it's like it's so funny because people are like, oh, I'm getting my Brazil, but yeah, we're a. It's getting your mind off of what's happening, but yeah. it's just the the fact that I want the conversation, the the knowledge that I'm given, and the quality of service to last. Yes. You know, so that that's the story. Behind yeah. The yeah, and that's rich, but that yeah. it, it is it is so true, and that is what I get from my experience with you. Mm-hmm. This is why I want I want to share this with everyone else who is still on the fence because I do yeah. have friends who talk about oh, I need to get this done, and yeah. you know they might have ingrowns and they have never treated it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you need to you need to get that taken care of because I know what that did for my confidence, like yes. this whole. I just wanted to be in a thong bikini everywhere. I wanted to be naked, matter of fact. <laughs> I just wanted to go to a nude beach, right? Yes. A nude beach. And then be comfortable being. And I think yeah. that, I mean, yeah, ultimately just to be comfortable in your own. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah. That is it. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of the main issues you see on a daily basis? So, I know you service both men and women, 
Um, but you know, the podcast is good towards women and I'm sure there are men listening, but what, what services do you see on a day to day? Um, as far, okay. The main one is Brazilians, okay. Brazilians and ingrowns for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but those, as far as the main issues that I see day to day is a hyperpigmentation yeah. and ingrowns. And, um, a lot of the time it deals from the miseducation of, you know, what you're doing with the vulva. Um, a lot of the time it's from products that we're using that's causing the hyperpigmentation as well as the, the hair removal at home products, you know? So, um, those, but those are the main issues that I see daily. It almost sounds like people come to you to repair the damage (laughs) caused by, yeah, the doctor, vulva healer or whatever, but definitely the healer. I'll take it. Yeah. But how did you become passionate about women's body care though? I wonder if it it started off with you caring for your own or maybe the miseducation around vulva care. Where do you feel like that came from? I I mean, you, I mean, you definitely just said it as far as the miseducation and then my personal, um, battles with it. Um, I tell, Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important and vital for me to make sure everybody is comfortable when they come in here because I know how it feels when you have imperfections on your vulva and you're coming in to come get, you know, a wax or a sugar and they're just staring at you. And it's just like, okay, I know it's not the best, but you just feel so naked, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's almost like you're embarrassed and ashamed. So I, I become, I became so passionate because I was the same way. I was embarrassed and ashamed. I had, you know, you have the cysts, the boils, the the discoloration, the mm-hmm. um, hyperpigmentation, the consistent ingrowns, and mm-hmm. all due to me not being, I was ignorant of my mom. She didn't, didn't tell me to not shave that area. I didn't know that I needed to moisturize her with the light absorbing oil. I didn't know that, you know, there's, there's certain things that as far as just the vulva, it's almost like a don't touch her type of mentality, Mm -hmm. you know? So I get it on a personal level. And that's why I feel like people can feel, you know, the, the passion behind it, because I know how that made me feel just on my day to day. She's Mm -hmm. really our second face. Right. Especially, (laughs) excuse me, especially when you have a partner, you know, you want, Mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't, they don't care, but and you're back in your in the back of your mind, like oh my gosh, yeah. so that bump on my inner thigh, like you know, it's you're already thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. So that 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 again, that's why I just educate, and then mm-hmm. hey, don't beat yourself up. You're working on her. It's gonna take you know some time for you to for you to want to not for you to want to, but for her to be in the best. Um, I don't want to say position. I'm using the wrong word. <laughs> Best face. Yes, the best face. There you go. The best face for you. But again, it's just building blocks. You know, it takes time. But it's also within you caring for her. It's all it's a um confidence booster. Cause you know you're caring for her. You know that you're working towards to the, you know, to the goal. And Mm -hmm. it's just kind of instilling that. So it's not just removing hair and it's money for me. It it's really, really building people's confidence 
educating them on what to do with her. And then you're able to share with your nieces, your cousins, (laughs) your daughters, and vice versa, you know? And and they won't have as many issues as I have or you have had, you know? And I like that you talk about children because I'm wondering too now, what do you suggest for girls, you know, who are coming into puberty and even before puberty, because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we wait too too late to have these conversations and yes. that's where a lot of our issues <laughs> stem from. Yes. Um, okay. But what would you say to a mom with girls who, you know, really just what do you say to a mom with girls about welfare care? So, so my, my, my daughters are five and three, right? Mm-hmm. And I already, they're already aware that it's called the vulva and they know yeah. that they have to cleanse her and mm-hmm. we moisturize her. But that's all they know as of right now. Honestly, as far as in getting into the depths of the anatomy and the vaginal canal, it's honestly as the parents see fits. But Mm -hmm. the earlier, the better. Because they know. And not putting a a, a glamorized word over it. Call it what it is. It's it's your vulva. And you have your vaginal canal. (laughs) And they need to understand the correct terminology so that, you know, it's the function of their body. So... Um, and then with cleansing and moisturizing her, you that's what you do on a day-to-day basis when you yeah. take them a bath and you moisturize them. So, you know, go ahead. You want to moisturize her. They're not mm-hmm. going to understand the full definitions of why, but mm-hmm. you're getting it into their routine. And yeah. then as they grow older to kind of get a, a more of an understanding of things, then you can go into you, you know, okay, this, these are, um, cause you know, like I have Yoni bars and stuff and mm-hmm. they have um apple cider vinegar in them and you can mm-hmm. start going into definitions of uh, not definition but you can explain the ingredients as far yeah. as why those things are good for your vulva mm-hmm. and okay you need to moisturize her because if you don't you begin to she'll be dehydrated and i mean it'll just you'll be having a whole bunch of dead skin and also exfoliating her you know we yes. back in the ancient egyptian times they would do full body dry brushing mm-hmm. to remove the yeah. dead skin. Because truth be told, if we all got a magnifying glass and we get out of our beds, we shed. <laughs> yeah. We do. I was so, just studying my son the other day. <laughs> it was just like, you got to exfoliate. But yeah. um, at, like I said, as, as soon as a mom feels comfortable, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's, I think it's as comfortable as we make it. You don't like, I, you don't have to go into detail about the what's and the why's right now when they're yeah. young. You go into the what's and the why's when they can comprehend a little better. Mm-hmm. And um, especially before the menstrual occurs. But I know some people, children nowadays, I started when I was 12, but I know some <laughs> are eight, you yes. know, eight, eight mm-hmm. nine. So you're, I mean, I feel like the sooner the better, um, it'll just help them. So they won't be, again, not afraid of her, but, not ignorant of right. what's going on and yeah. how they should care for her. It makes me think, you know, you know how we don't let our kids leave home without ash, you know, with ashy elbows and yes. and, and ashy yes. knees. Like, yes, yes. that's exactly. the same concept. Like, make sure that they're, they're taking yes. care of their bubbles if that's same enthusiasm. Yes. <laughs> exactly, because you're not going to let them walk out with ashy elbows or bun brush teeth. So, yeah, let's make sure at nine in the morning. You're cleansing her and you're moisturizing her. Yeah. Let's just keep that routine. So by the time you get about seven or whatever, then we can start going into more, Mm -hmm. you know, elaborate elaborate on the what's and the why's. Yes. Yes. And all the the menstrual stuff. 
Yes. Because all of that is a a ton of new information. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what steps, um, you know, do you typically help women take to improve their vulva care? So let's say, so for me, I came from a history of, um, well, in my earlier years, I used a shaving stick. Um, coming mm-hmm. into adulthood, I think I, I, I think I still use the shaving stick. I moved to like, you know, I, I added more blades cause I thought that would help. And okay. then I went to one of the major chain <laughs> waxing places yeah. and yes. that experience for me was just so cold, so surgical. Um, yeah. I didn't like it. Like it just didn't feel as personal as what I was getting with you. Yes. And in the cozy environment you create. And um, yeah. that's kind of what I came from. But yes. for the actual care part, um, whether it's shaving sticks, struggles with mm-hmm. ingrowns, how yeah. do you help women, you know, start taking steps in and outside of your office? The main thing I tell them is if you want the change, if you want the change, you have to make you have to make the change. You know, you have to instill it in your routine as far as the care. So if you don't want ingrowns, you don't like the discoloration, okay, these are the steps. You have to stop shaving because it, it it's just too many cons. You have, you know, the it cuts the skin, so it causes more hyperpigmentation. It causes razor burns and it makes the hair itchy when it grows back due to the jagged edge of how the razor is cutting it at an angle. I mean, the list can go on, but again, it's a decision that I tell my clients that you have to make mm-hmm. if you want her to, you know, look a specific way. And even in looking a specific way, I always tell people it's not like she's going to be one shade, you know, mm-hmm. especially around the labia going, uh, I mean, especially at the top of the clitoris. Mm-hmm circling around to the labia, going down to the anus, it's going to be discolored. She's going to be a little darker, a little melanated. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. You know, it's fine. (laughs) It's going to be like that due to the hormones. Mm -hmm. But again, see, if we don't know that, you'll be beating yourself up, trying to bleach this area and do things that is just, not to say that um, there's certain bleaching mechanisms that are fine, but again, that you're trying to, do extra things that's just a part of our body. It's a part of how yeah, she works, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, as far as the care, I just make sure that they're all in. And if you're, I'm going to I'm gonna give you the tips anyway, but mm-hmm. because I don't want anyone to come here and say that they, they were not told. So mm-hmm. even if they're not 100% serious, I'm going to let them know, hey, you got to stop the shaving, the beat and the nair. And if you, you know, if you, if those options are something that you don't want to, I'm not options, but if you don't want to do the wax or the sugaring, you know, you have the razor, I mean, uh, the trimmers and scissors. Mm -hmm. There's other ways to go about removing hair, but um, you have to reduce the, it's, this is causing the issues, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to remove the cause because if you keep it up, it's going to give these effects. So what prevents someone from being, and and I guess, you know, it's probably just commitment, right? Or financial mm-hmm. commitment, maybe that too. But for someone who goes back to shaving, I wonder what, what would make them do that? Because I mean, uh, that, I would not do that. I don't I want know. to do that. You know what? Sometimes, and I've gotten this a lot, it's just um, unexpected, you know, 
Okay. Outings, mm-hmm. um, maybe a quick vacay. You just said financial, um, you know, things. Um, what else? I think those are mainly the two or yeah. just sometimes out of habit. You know, some people, I had a client, she literally the day of, she shaved her underarms and she was getting under her hair removal. And she was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know. But it's sometimes we, we've done it so long. It's yeah, a part of our it's routine. A habit. Mm-hmm. It's a habit, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Those are the main ones. Okay. So can you walk us through a vajayshal? So I, I got to do one with you and I know there were yeah. things you were doing that I was like, oh my God, what is the term for that? Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> can you walk someone who's, you know, someone who might be hearing this for the first time? What What is a vajayshal? To sum it up, a vajayshal is a facial for the pubic mound, which is the top area above, above your pubic, I mean, your clitoris. Mm-hmm. And the bikini area, which are on the sides of mm-hmm. your vulva. Um, the vajayshal includes steaming. Um, you also cleanse to, you know, remove any further, you know, debris, gently cleanse the area. Then we use an enzyme exfoliant that will soften up the epidermis and it allows me to further extract any ingrowns. And depending upon the client, I use different you know, enzyme exfoliant. So it's not a one fits all. It's honestly what I see. If I see inflammation or if I see, you know, more ingrowns, I'm going to switch it up. But mainly the enzyme exfoliant is a gentle, um, it softens up the epidermis, gently exfoliating it as well while allowing me to do um, extractions. And Mm. um, then we'll be using like a hydrating mask and also depending on the vulva or whatever issue that the client is having, we can use, um, you know, a lavender um, hydro jelly mask to calm her down as far as the redness and irritation, or we'll use a brightening because I see more, you know, hyperpigmentation and it needs to break down those melanocytes, melanocytes, sorry. They are the building blocks of melanin. So um, it's, it just depends. Again, there's no one fits all. Right. And the um, high frequency treatment, which mm-hmm. kills the bacteria on the dermis level. Mind you, that's a level literally right up underneath your um, epidermis. Mm-hmm. And it kills the bacteria on that level. Topping it off with a nice um, cooling mat, I mean, balm, lavender mm-hmm. balm. And that's. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that nice, soothing, smell good balm. But yeah, yeah. that's. It, I just, it's the, those are the, the, I know on my website, I have like <clears throat> everything that it entails, but again, there's, it just, I just, not wing it, but when you're on my table and you're talking and you're wanting to tell me what you're wanting to improve and what I'm yeah. seeing, then that's how the vajayshal, you know, it's formulated. Yeah. And how often would you recommend it? So I recommend, it depends, honestly, on the client and what issues they're having. Um, Some of my clients just want it because they want it and they don't absolutely need it. So I'll tell them, how about we do every other month? And for people who have more, you know, discoloration and hyperpigmentation, ingrowns, a little more, you know, then let's do it at least every session. Um, But no, I, I don't even tell people every session, but I tell them, we, depending upon their financial state or whatever the case may be, I, I'll tell them every month or 
you just get, you know, make sure that you're exfoliating. Make sure if yeah. you do have hyperpigmentation, the I have glycolic and retinol pads that'll help, <clears throat> excuse me, that'll help assist with um, reducing the melanin to light in the area. So let's let's get that in routine. Let's use that. Let's moisturize her. Let's yeah. make sure the soaps that we're using for her are going to, you know, just um, put her in a better state. Even mm-hmm. sometimes the soaps that we use, you know, they they keep us off balance. They yeah, they, they yeah throw our pH off. So mm-hmm. we have to use things that are going to um, not only balance her but keep her cleansed and moisturized as well. But um, yeah, but the thing I, is, I feel like. For someone who's never heard that, yes. how would they know? So is that, are you expected to learn that from your esthetician or like a dermatologist? Yes. <laughs> when, you're, when you come, that's when you're advised of mm-hmm. this. Because I know, like I said, I have clients, I'll tell them that they don't need it and that they don't need to book it, but they want to book it because it's mm-hmm. just a part of their pampering. They like it. Yeah. And it feels good to them. So mm-hmm. it's just like, hey, after the hair removal, I want the bajacial. So then yeah. that's fine. But for someone that, like I said, they're, they're seeing, a, I'm seeing a little more uh, work that needs to be done. I'll tell them if you are able to afford then Yes, I think every month up until we see an improvement or something that you're satisfied with mm-hmm. um, up until that point. But making sure that what they're doing at home is, you know, that they're keeping that up as well as far as the care. Because you're just coming in for a treatment. The vegetal is only a treatment. You see yourself every day at home. So you're going to be better off with the aftercare than Mm -hmm. coming in for a treatment every month. So that's my main thing that I tell them. And most of the time they'll be like, okay, I'll just do it every month and keep up with my aftercare, which is what I prefer. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody needs it every month, but yeah. it's your preference. I just push the aftercare mm-hmm. so heavily in their heads that they understand if you want good results, you have to care for her. Just like if you want white teeth, you got to stop drinking certain <laughs> things. You you got to make sure you're using the right toothpaste. You know, it all goes into <laughs> your. I mean, what you're doing on a day to day basis. Yeah, yeah, on the day to day basis, right? Yeah. That's where our habits are. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. So for women who might not be interested in like uh, sugar waxing, um, and I did hear you mention a few options earlier, um, but what, they, what do you typically suggest or, or recommend? So yeah, they might come for a bajacial, but maybe they might not want to wax. I don't know if you see that combination. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, if they don't want to do the waxing or the sugaring, like I said, trim her down. There's clippers and there's scissors. I absolutely am super against the bait, the beat and the nair due to the chemicals in them that can ultimately get into your bloodstream. And we just don't know what those kind of effects will have in longevity, but, um, or in the long run. And then again, rates shaving. I mean, as soon as you get a chill, it's growing back. So, and all the issues that come from shaving as well. So the ultimate would be the clippers or the scissors. Yeah. Thank you. Because, yeah, I'm not anti-pubic hair either. (laughs) I just do my, you know, I love my little um, Bermuda Triangles, landing strips. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love them. I love them. Yeah. So I know we mostly talk about women, but for for men, if you can just touch on quickly 
What are some mm-hmm. common things and what are some aftercare or tips we can maybe give men who might struggle with some of their, their skincare um, around their genitals? Well, I would definitely suggest same thing, exfoliate. You want to make sure the cleanser that you're using, it's not stripping your the pubic mouth of all its natural oils. You want to make sure that it's putting you know the, the natural oils back into the skin and moisturizing it while cleansing. Um, because a lot of people use Dove and a lot of people don't understand that Dove is a moisturizing soap. But you need a cleansing one because it's only it's gonna just you know moisturize the epidermis, not pull and extract that debris from the epidermis. So, I mean, it's really the same thing, and you can more they moisturize as well. You can use a a light absorbing oil like jojoba oil or almond oil, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. They pretty like almost similar to a woman. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. <laughs> How some men neglect that, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, even as women, you know, it's just in the last past few years have come, you know, um, it's been noticed now are just getting out there as far as the vulva care, you know, what we should be doing for her. Yeah. Thank you so much. Your job is, you have an incredible job and it's it's needed and I'm glad we have you. I'm so happy. I'm happy that I... I answered my calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is what would you say is the best part of your job? Uh it got, it's the relationship building. Mm-hmm. It's seeing that smile on my client's face when they walk out. You know, it's just like you got a different little walk to, to them <laughs> and just the conversations that we have and just the all of it. I mean, just them, my clients coming to me, you know, to be serviced by me. There's so many people out here. Yeah. That does hair removal, mm-hmm. but from the from you from like my repeats, y'all you choose to come back, you know, yeah. for whatever reason. But you guys choose to come back, and it's I just love it. I, it's it's a beautiful thing. Not only do you guys help my business, you help my family. So, yeah. like I said, it just ties into the loyalty, the relationship building. Me seeing you guys, even if you, I'll see some clients that's coming in like looking like they just had a gloomy day and right after, you know, they get off the bed, they smiling and I'm like, okay, girl, have a good one, you know? So mm-hmm. just saying that is just, it makes things all the better. Yeah. I, I love that. that. What would you say is the most challenging part though? <laughs> the challenging part will probably be the reactions from hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always prepared for everything, but you know, some things are shocking how people can respond due to their low tolerance you know, mm-hmm. low pain tolerance. So, yeah. um, but I'm a very patient individual. That's mm-hmm. why I set the time that I do um, mm-hmm. aside for resilience because you just never know yeah. what, um, how somebody can react. And um, I mean, I wish there was a way to completely obliterate, you know, <sighs> the pain for them. But again, even in the most smallest sections that I do, all the talking that I can do, you know, you just, you, you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. as far as their reaction. So that's probably the only challenging, but I still persevere and the hair gets removed and yeah. majority of the time they come back. So <laughs> I remember there was a place I went actually um, in, in Flower Mountain in Texas and she would give me lavender. That was a while back. She would give me lavender and, and I don't know if it, it was just, it just took my mind off of it <laughs> for a little yeah. while. Yeah. So. 
<laughs> that felt really good. <laughs> See, like it, little things like that, you know, mm-hmm. they go a long way. They yeah. Long. Yeah. So you talked a lot about aftercare. So I wonder what are some pro- products that you, um, you, you, um, maybe sell or you mm-hmm. promote, um, for that aftercare. So the main product that I, um, that I, uh, push is the, the exfoliant. The dry brush, the natural bristle brush is very vital and very important. Removing dead skin from the vulva when you're removing hair in a traumatic and in a natural way, you have to make sure that the dead skin is off, um, completely removed, so that when the when your hair when you have regrowth, it's not it's not um, prohibited by that dead skin. So mm-hmm. I make sure I deeply embed that in everybody's head, you know, mm-hmm. and I can tell if you haven't exfoliated, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, I just tell them, Hey, dry brush every day, because in reality, you're only going to do it maybe three to four times. I used to say <laughs> three four times a week, but people are, they were coming back doing it once or twice. I'm like, no, okay. Do it every day. Do it every day. Make it become a part of your ritual. So when yeah. you mess up and you don't do it, it's like, Oh, I forgot, you know? So yeah. it's just like, do it, get it a part of your ritual because then you'll probably do it four times a week mm-hmm. and then you'll see the reduced, you know, the, the improvements and things like that. But I also, for people who are wanting more of an elaborate aftercare, I do mm-hmm. have this, um, my Yoni bags that I yeah. retail. Um, it mm-hmm. includes the glycolic and retinol pads that assist with the hyperpigmentation. Um, it comes with a Yoni soap that mm-hmm. is, um, formulated specifically for her to cleanse and moisturize her. And then I have a Yoni oil. The Yoni I love oil. the oil. Yes. I, yeah. the, the oil is, it's, it's just like, it's just right as far as it's not too heavy, but it's mm-hmm. like you can use like maybe three to four drops and it covers the whole area, yeah. you know? So um, that helps with the moisturizing. And then it comes with the dry brush. And yeah. that's pretty much it. But that's all. You, I think sometimes we can make it a little bit um, excessive with mm-hmm. the aftercare and what we need to do. But as long as you're exfoliating her first, cleansing her in the shower, after you get out the shower, you moisturize her. And then, you know, on your offset day, when you're not dry brushing her, you use the glycolic pads two to three mm-hmm. times a week. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, it's not too much, but um, it's just enough product that you need to make sure that she is she's pretty much where you're wanting her to be. Yeah. Um, and part of your life. routine. Yeah. Yes. Like all the rest exactly. of your body parts. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love it. Um, any final words for our, our listeners? Um, um, any, anything else? Any final words? Um, I guess, uh, didn't even think about that part of it. Lady, <laughs> well, first of all, you can tell us about your, you know, where they can find you, your Instagram, yes. your, your TikTok. I think you started yes. recently. I'm not sure. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Well, first of all, I just want to thank you for having me for sure. And then, as far as your listeners, don't be, don't allow your nerves in your brain to stop you from wanting to take new steps. You know, or or try new things as far as hair removal. You don't know what you don't know. So if you haven't, you know, tried a sugaring with an esthetician or and you're afraid due to the pain or things of that nature, don't, I, I want to say, don't allow yourself 
from from trying it out, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, give it an opportunity. Yeah. Even if it's not for you, be open to the aftercare, be open yeah. to the education, you know, be mm-hmm. open to sharing that too with your loved ones, because it's just too many people that I've come across where we don't, I mean, we, we were told to keep hands off, you know? Yeah. So at least yeah. if you can take a little bit of information, please just Take the aftercare, share it with your children. Um, and as far as finding me, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Abiding Artistry. And I hope I get to see some of your your listeners. Hopefully, they'll come and visit me. <laughs> and, um, yes, um, I, I, it's it's been an honor. I, I thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for taking some thank time you. off your day to yeah. chat with me. I look forward to seeing you soon. Yes. <laughs> I think we have an appointment on the books. <laughs> yes, I will be seeing you soon. And you have a lovely, prolific day. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on socials, and if it's a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can check out our new website at www.sexualspace.com or you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Her Sexual Space and Her Sexual Space Podcast. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. Bye.